Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What's going on, everybody? Pat Tavera here, and we are back. It is the start of Pride Month, or Wrath Month, if you're nasty. And we are back to discuss a little topic in pop culture that is, I don't want to, uh, maybe near and dear is the right term. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure exactly how to best categorize it, but we're here to chat about it. I am joined on this microsode by Eric. Hello. And the person who is going to be leading this discussion, we've got What's BJ. Up? Coming to you from a new location <laughs> in their, where they just moved to. So <laughs> I was going to say in a, in a new, brand new location, but I mean, it's it's within the same area. I mean, just a new a new domicile. Two miles from where, where I was previously living all of like three hours ago. There you go. There you go. Uh, but not in Florida anymore because you've Escaped. moved away from there. And now now our... I mean, not that Georgia is a lot better. Right. But... <laughs> better than Florida right now. So we'll give them that much credit. I don't know. Now you have to claim Marjorie Taylor Green. So... I mean... <laughs> Knock on wood, hopefully I mean, she doesn't gotta... get any higher of a position she's in now. Gross. Yeah. No. No, but... um. Ew. Jesus, gross. <laughs> Thank you, Thor. But yeah, let, let's, let's dive into our topic. BJ, why don't you give our listeners a uh, quick rundown of what we're going to be chatting about over the next uh, however many <laughs> minutes. And uh, let's dive into some conversation. I mean, it's it's a topic that quite literally everybody has an opinion and knows something about, and that's streaming services. There are so many. There are there. Are, I mean, I just found out probably about a month ago that Broadway has one that has a very limited catalog. Yep. Um, and we've meant we we've aired our grievances multiple times on um, on the podcast. Um, but there are as many streaming services now as there are stars in the sky at this point. Um, there are free ones. 
I think Tubi is a free one, which is owned by Fox News. But there are so many friggin' streaming services. I mean, we have, we share, how many, I was going to say, I share my Macs with all of you guys. I share, I think I share Hulu with you guys. I don't think I do. No, no. But do we really want to break down exactly what <laughs> but that's, we're sharing? But, that's, but, you've got, you've, but you have music streaming services. You've got video streaming services. For the sake of time, we will simply talk about like video, television, and movie streaming services. But, I mean, music is a part of this as well. And I just wanted to kind of get everybody's opinion on, like, we, we can, it's not profitable. Like, that's the thing. It's not even profitable. Netflix is still trying to turn a profit, like, 15 years later. Well, I mean, if their CEO would take a pay cut, they'd probably I mean, turn a profit. So. This is true. Um, but when you get down, then you have Amazon. And when you get down to that, Amazon, Netflix has to make money off of their shows and their movies. Amazon doesn't have to make money off their shows and movies because Amazon has other services. Um, YouTube owned by Google technically doesn't have to make money off of their viewership because Google has other products and other departments that can finance things. So it's, it's, it's gotten to the point to where now it's, it's this, it's this kind of fucked up ecosystem because you've got mergers. The big, the big thing that recently happened is max, um, HBO Max became Max because Warner Brothers merged with Discovery Plus and I think HGTV and all sorts of other things, which makes sense that they would merge their streaming services. But that rollout was a nightmare because you have to download a brand new. For those of you that haven't done it, you have to download a brand new app. So <laughs> it's. Thanks for reminding me. I still got to put that new one on my TV. <laughs> so really. And that means you have to remember your HBO password at some point in time so you can oh, yeah. type it in. <laughs> yeah, that's when we all message BJ and go, what's the, what's the email and password again? <laughs> I need to log in. Look, what's better is like I have my mom. My mom uses it. And my mom will be like, who's Flame On? And I'm like, the podcast that she never listened to. But she's a Patreon, I think. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> we're getting her money anyway. So... Oh my god! <laughs> but so yeah, I just wanted to pick y'all's brains. So, what do you guys think? Current? I'll go with Pat first. What do you think of the current streaming climate as far as television and movies go? Because I know you're a big proponent of physical media. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's more in the realm of music. So, TV, movies. I'm definitely not as big of a viewer or consumer as you all are um i there are things that i will i will take in i'm not the type of person that's like oh i've got time to kill let me watch a movie i joke around and say that i still need to watch uh, knives out before i can watch glass onion uh but even then i i still have not sat down to watch either movie and i do want to watch knives out and if I'm going to watch it, I want to watch it before I watch Glass Onion because I know there is minimal crossover. But if I'm going to watch both because I've heard such great things about about both movies, I want to see them and I want to watch them, you know, as in a release order. But I I love the fact that there is uh, 
easy accessibility to movies is through something like Netflix, which just recently rolled out their you can't share your password with anybody anymore thing. And I have not even I've not signed in to Netflix um, and Netflix carries a, you know, a, a chunk of, sh- of shows, not even so much movies, but shows that I, I watch. I love the Great British Baking Show. They have a deal with um, uh, Channel 3 or 4. I forget which one it is in the UK, where we get the episodes a couple of days after they air in the UK. I'm going to miss that, but I don't know if I can necessarily put forth the the the, the thought to put another $8 out there because you can add another user for $8 and then they can sign in from wherever they are. And then that's like, they'll, they'll have access to the account. But um, I love TV shows. Like I, I stream all of my stuff. I don't have cable. So I watch uh, like American Ninja Warriors starting back up. So I'm going to be watching that on Hulu. Um, I watch like Survivor season 44 just ended. I was watching that on Paramount Plus. Drag Race All Stars is on Paramount Plus. Um, there are so many things that I, I watch and that I I go to my streaming platforms for. Um, so it's I, I think that it's great. I love streaming music. I know that we're not really going to focus on that, but I do subscribe to YouTube Premium and YouTube Music, um, the premium subscription for that. One, because I cannot stand ads in my YouTube videos. Uh, Brian and I used to be on the same plan. And he canceled the plan on Christmas Eve like two years ago. And I will never forget it because I was watching a video and I'm like, why did I just get an ad? And he was like, oh, yeah, I canceled YouTube subscription. I was like, (laughs) but I want to be able to listen to music without having the, the player open. And if you don't pay for YouTube music, you can't play it in the background. Uh, so there's all these things that are, are, are huge pluses for it. Ease of being able to find things, ease of being able to stream things, ease of being able to listen, watch, enjoy. On the flip side, what happens when the rights expire? What happens when a company says, hey, we can save money by not licensing these songs, films, TV shows? What happens I have the entire series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on DVD. I have the entire series of um, Angel. I have Scrubs. Like I have like all my old school uh, comfort media on DVD or on a physical in physical media. I still buy CDs when there's an album that comes out that I really love or that I really want to support. I will buy. I'll probably buy a digital copy, but I'm also going to buy the physical copy or I'll buy the physical copy and I'll burn it and then upload it. Whatever the case is, I want to be able to own that because, like, I know that he passed away many years ago at this point, but Prince was a huge proponent of not having his music on streaming services for the longest time up until his death and a little bit after. You could not stream Prince music on YouTube. You could not stream it on YouTube music. It wasn't on Spotify because he did not want that. He did not allow his media to be streamable. And then once he died, his estate was like, oh, more money? Please, enjoy it all. Um, so I'm very a very big proponent of having physical media. It doesn't extend into all facets of my life. And there are things that I will eventually lose because I don't have them. 
But I, I buy even the, to take it to a completely like tangential manner. I buy the cartridges for my Switch games. Tears of the Kingdom, I went to Target and I bought it. Like I, I bought it on the app and drove up and, and got it handed to me through my window. But um, but I bought the physical game because I wanted that physical copy because God forbid something happens, I have a physical copy of it. So, and, and that's something that you purchase versus, you know, uh, just streaming. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I love it for what it's given us and for the world that it's opened. But I also struggle with the, uh, the ramifications and, when you have something like what it, it, it ties into the writer strike or the, the uh, WGA strike that's going on right now because streaming rights, that was also a big thing with the strike back in, was it 2007 was the last big writer? Yeah, 2006, 2007, 2007 2008. Yeah. In that ballpark um, streaming rights and you know, the residuals for streaming now a big thing is AI, but at the same time, you know, these streaming platforms and where these things go, you know, you see these artists, uh, actors, directors, uh, the creatives that are creating these shows for these companies. And then the company says, Oh, we're taking the show off of our streaming platform. There's no physical copy. They can't show their kids this work. They can't, you know, they can't show their friends. You know, if somebody is late to the party and wants to see the show, um, I don't know if the, if we had the conversation here or if it was in another place. Uh, we were talking about Willow on Disney. Yeah. I, yeah, I think maybe Eric brought it up. Like it's being pulled when they do when Disney does that call of this, and that's a brand fucking new show. That's within the last like year it came out. I don't remember one time as a construct, a social construct, but um, you know it, it's. It's very tough in that in that respect. So, you know, I know I've just rambled <laughs> on a lot, um, but I, I I do have I have some great feelings for the world of streaming, uh, but I also have some huge reservations about how it's a, a, how accessible it can be and what happens when people get greedy or corporations get greedy and and want to take that away from us. How do you hold on to it after that? You're 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 in the you're in the phase where you're understanding it's it, it's probably a Black Mirror episode. So. <laughs> well, I mean, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There's and then there is points where that's why I know we're getting more Black Mirror soon. But I mean, when the creator says uh, the the state of the world right now is such that it's more fucked up than episodes I can come up with, maybe we need to take a look at all of this and and reevaluate eric um pat went over a lot of the points that i would have because i am also a physical media guy i still buy cds i'll still buy uh movies uh sometimes not as often as i used to but uh, i do as I'll specifically target the uh, Blu-rays that also give you the uh, digital copy. Something I will say that's been good is by diversifying a lot of these platforms, 
they've been able to put out a lot more interesting. How do I want to phrase this? I'm losing my words. Um, I know that because there's so many different streaming platforms for a while, I know there's issues right now with the uh, Writers Guild strike and that, but there were a lot more places that people were able to go to sell scripts, to pitch ideas, to make um, their uh, art. Um, So you had these different streaming platforms put out prestiged uh, television and movies um, that would not necessarily have been made by the major studios or um, the the, uh, major channels. I don't even know what to call them anymore. Uh, The NBCs, the CBSs, or the ABCs, you know. Um, So, yeah, the networks. Um, So, in that way, it was good for a while. Um, But now, as mergers are happening, and it's narrowing down to being only owned by a few, rather than being more diversified, we're going to see that go back to not being as varied and not have as many. Um, but there are still indie platforms out there. I, I know I canceled a couple Twitch subscriptions because I wanted to go ahead and start subscribing to, uh, dropout TV, which I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a lot of the college humor send me, people. send me your login the vultures they descend um, <laughs> this is what i want to do um actually oh no there is actually yeah. there's one thing on dropout there's one episode of um of um uh of the the news show oh yeah, yeah, yeah. breaking on news dropout. yeah that's yeah um there's yeah there's okay since it is pride month i'm gonna i'll 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 put this out there and, and i'm sorry to interrupt you eric but you mentioned dropout um if you if you want to see someone get absolutely eviscerated and read for filth and and just drag through the mud in the funniest and best way possible look up on youtube true facts about um, uh grant yeah grant anthony <laughs> o'brien yep. I, I, remember, I think that's his middle name there's been two episodes yeah. of it well, the second one is only on Dropout, and oh, I want okay. to see it so badly. Um, <laughs> True facts about about Grant Anthony O'Brien on YouTube is is free to watch. It is nine and a half minutes of just side splittingly funny. Like they take this man to task. <laughs> There's a whole yeah. segment about his when he left a uh, a suction cup dildo on the the wall of the shower. <laughs> oh, I think I saw that one. I and so when I found out that there was a second episode of that, I'm like, oh my god, that is amazing, and I need to see it. Listen, we could just do a watch party <laughs> one day, Eric. Yeah, but I mean, Dropout certainly isn't any sort of scripted content, it's just um, independent uh, comedy content that's put out. And um, right now, I'm getting into uh, Dimension 20 one of their uh, D&D campaigns I'm watching right now, but 
that's kind of more of the stuff that I'm watching versus network series or whatnot. Um, I did watch Survive the current season of Survivor. I did watch that, um, which that was a good season. Uh, did you finish it, Pat? Uh, season forty four. Yeah, I actually I've kept up. So, and we all know that I've talked about this <laughs> enough times. Deep Depression, watch 40 seasons in a row. I've actually yeah. kept up with it. So, like, now season, the new era. Era yeah. is the new the new it thing to say about everything. But the new era of Survivor, I've actually watched uh, live uh, oh, as okay. each season has yeah. progressed. So, I, I am up to date. I watched I watch it the next day on Paramount Plus because I don't watch it live. <laughs> they do stream it live. Paramount Plus does have a live uh, feature. Do where oh, they really do. I, I, I keep forgetting they have that. Yeah, but then you have to watch commercials or whatever ad they're going to put up on on that. So I just wait till the next day and then hope that I don't get spoiled by some stuff. I thought I was spoiled by uh, by the. I thought I had been spoiled on the winner of season forty four um, on Twitter, but I I I wasn't. And then I saw who won and I Same. got mad. <laughs> I was like, oh, that person won! Dang it! And then I watched and I was like. Oh, they didn't get any votes to win? Oh. <laughs> Do you follow Carla on Twitter? Even Carolyn? No. Do you follow Carla from 43? No. No. Oh, okay. I follow Carla on Twitter because I, I liked her from last season. Oh. Um, and she posted a picture with Carolyn. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> I was glad Heidi at least got one vote. I was so yeah. mad. <laughs> I, listen, I know it's Pride Month, but I did not. There was something about Jam Jam that I just did not like. I don't know what it was, but I'll tell you this: if you if you listen to this last, you just episode don't like of, those Puerto Ricans, don't you? I know. <laughs> hey, I'm going back there Monday. Hey, uh, listeners, Pat is half Puerto Rican, so that's why I said that. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. No. <laughs> I know somebody out there is probably like, oh, like, what? <laughs> no, I loved Heidi. I don't know. There was something like Heidi was my pick out of the three. I knew she wasn't going to win. And now everybody's going to really be on the you. You have you do you watch any like Survivor YouTube channels or any nope. Survivor YouTube videos? Uh, I watch way too many of them. <laughs> but apparently, like the big Survivor fans. Uh, have called it like the they they try to pick out like the the clues and now it's like the mat chat so the winner of each of the these four seasons in this new era have been talked to by Jeff in the opening episode at the marooning on the mat so there were only like three people that he talked to and it was Matthew um somebody else and then Jam Jam so as they like dropped, it was like Jam Jam was the only one left, and so I was like, "Oh, okay." But anyway, that's it. we're now diving into a whole <laughs> yeah. other like Survivor topic. <laughs> but but it, yeah, it's it's on my streaming <laughs> platform. Um, but it does seem that for most of my streaming subscriptions, there's really only one or two shows that I actively will watch on it at a time. So really, I'm paying for the subscription for one, maybe two series at a time. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I mean, I get that. It's, it's, so for me, it's, it's more... It, so, like, I was, I was big on canceling my Netflix until the next season of, like, Stranger Things launched. Um, and then I noticed that they were doing the CW contract where two weeks after the finale airs or a week after the finale airs for a season on the CW, any show, it pops up on Netflix. So like actually as of today, the series finale of The Flash just dropped as of today, uh, the 1st of June um, just dropped on Netflix. And that is something I think I would like to see more of like the, I do, I do find it funny how we've come full circle where we've gone from all the show drops all at once and you can watch all of that season and then you have to wait like two years for the next season to now half a season drops and then you, then you rotate out and then like six months later or even a year later, the next half of the season drops <clears throat> um, or can we go back to the pandemic when on uh, HBO movies would premiere on HBO the same day that they dropped yeah, in theaters? That, and, and that was oh, a huge oh upset. Like that right there, that permanently <laughs> changed the landscape of how movies are released because now like Disney movies are released quicker on their streaming service than, uh, than anywhere else. So like before they're aired mm-hmm. on like, like before they're aired live, like on stars or HBO or anything like that, they go to Disney plus. Like I, I don't even, I think, I think it was, it used to be 140 days or 113 days. Now it's like 84 days. And that's just Disney's own in-house rule. They have, whereas um, Sony or illumination studios, some of their movies go like Mario brothers is already available to rent. It's like they don't Illuminations doesn't have their own dedicated streaming service yet. Um, but that's that's one of the super interesting things about streaming services is that they've they've 
when the pandemic hit, they kind of slid in because I know Evil Dead Rise was was supposed to be on the slate to be launched on HBO Max first. It dropped, I think, on HBO Max and Paramount Plus like two, three weeks after it dropped in theaters. So because I saw people doing reaction, like all the reaction people I watched, they were doing reactions to it like two weeks after I saw it. And I was like, how did I get a copy of that movie? Like, um, so it's it's interesting how it's kind of warped everything in, in an interesting way. But back to what Pat said, like the whole thing is it's grown so fast and so unregulated that studios and and networks and stuff can make an excuse that like, oh, well, we don't have to pay you as much for streaming streaming series as we do for a lot like a live television series. But then you've also got the flip side where they'll put out a, a critically acclaimed series. I think it was the guy that did Squid Game. The guy that wrote uh, wrote and directed Squid Game didn't get paid a lot for it. He didn't get he barely got paid anything for it. And then they begged him to do a season two. And I'm and then he said he was gonna do it, but they will have to pay him more. Like he he went on record of being like, Yeah, sure, as long as Netflix pays me more. So And and I heard uh just a tangent into more Squid Game. I also heard rumor that they're gonna do a quote unquote US version of Squid Game. I heard they were and like, I, I don't know why they need to Americanize that because everyone in America already saw yeah. it and watched it just fine as a Korean program. I heard they were going to actually do a competition series like Squid Game. So I don't know if people actually be murdered, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, they did have a reality television show where ev- everybody was trying to solve a murder in like a fake town. And if they were by themselves on certain times of the day, they would actually get got. Um, so, and the murderer would like call them individually and be like, don't, don't wait for Lucy for dinner. She's not showing up. <laughs> um, but it would probably be something like that. But that's, but yeah, the whole, the whole idea, is, the main thing is streaming has just, it's grown so fast, so quick. And just kind of all over the place, like any network, any studio can launch their own streaming service at this point. And back to Eric's point, but what happens when they all get grabbed up? I like the fact that Peacock still has a free one. Um, it's but it, and and that Peacock and Paramount Plus all like Paramount Plus got Scream Six like like that was another one that just randomly dropped like two weeks after it popped up in theaters. So it's it's one of those things where I think the writing's on the wall that you go you now only go to the theater for an experience and to immediately see the movie. Like I loved going to see D and D, the Dungeon Dragons movie. I loved going to see Evil Dead Rise in the theaters. But there's there I I I'm gonna see into the I was gonna see I'm gonna see Across the Spider Verse like this week weekend. But there are some movies out there that I might just be like, mm, I'll wait three weeks and then I'll catch it on Disney+. Plus. I was going to say, that's kind of what Brian does now. <laughs> so, yeah, there's tons more to say on this. But it's at the end of the day, it definitely needs to be regulated for the sake of the artists. It, need, it needs to be. It yeah. need, the artists need to get paid their due. And whether or not that's a quicker payout 
or higher residuals because that I heard that's the num- one of the number one things is that they most writers and directors barely get residuals off streaming repeats. Whereas like you're how ha- like yeah. you have Scrubs literally airing on every late night network. So I can't imagine the residuals the actors and the writers got for like Scrubs or Parks and Rec or Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is on everywhere. You can't watch. You can't watch Friends. Show Friends. Like TBS is the home of Friends and Big Bang Theory on like any hour that's not a, a, a new show. Which I don't. They don't have a lot of new no. programming on TBS and TNT. And, and before, but yeah, no, you're yeah, absolutely before right. Before you, there. I one thing I found absolutely hilarious. Steven Universe. Steven Universe's release windows on Cartoon Network were 100% meant to mimic streaming it. They could, you couldn't be put on a streaming service till after like a season had aired. And I think it was HBO, HBO or Max ended up getting the rights to Cartoon Network shows. But Steven Universe would drop five episode chunks like over the course of a week or they would drop like a whole arc a whole story arc over the course of like a week or two and then it would go away for a month and then it would come back and do like five or six episodes like even the finale the finale of the first run of steven universe was like four episodes and it was just back to back it was like it and it wasn't even it was like two two two-parters but it wasn't a four-parter but they were just like we're gonna drop the last chunk of steven universe right here and then when they did steven universe future it was like boom, boom, boom. Every single day, they aired an episode for like ten days straight because it was only ten or twelve episodes. So it's funny how we we've gone full. So we went from like you know you've TGIF, you've got to be home on Friday to watch Step by Step and Family Matters to like now the network television shows that air live will drop a chunk for you to binge like during the week. So, because they know most people have recording, to, like TiVos and stuff. Like all, if you do have cable, your your cable box is a TiVo at this point. All cable boxes are TiVos, so you can record it. So you won't even you won't even have to be home to watch it. So, technically, that's streaming as well. You're just saving the commercials, and you can re you can fast forward through them. That you said TiVo, like I haven't heard TiVo. <laughs> It's, so well, it's an app long. now too. Like it's not even a physical thing. Yeah, it's oh, just God. I think you can just download a TiVo app and you pay for the service and it stores everything digitally. Like I know that there are DVRs, yeah. but geez, um, like uh, like? oh, that took me back to like two thousand and two. <laughs> yeah, Hulu Live, Hulu. Uh, if you pay for Hulu Live. You can rewind and fast forward live television and you can even you even have a I think it's like a terabyte of space to save television shows that air live and you have access to other shows that the regular version of Hulu doesn't have. So. But yeah, Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I, I can't pay for that no more. I paid for that for a little while. That should have like sixty five dollars oh, yeah. a month was like that. Is- so that is just regu- at that point you're just paying for 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 cable you can take on vacation with you. That's that's all. Oh my god! Can we, I so there's two things I I know that you were you were kind of leading this, but there are two things that I want to throw out there um, as we kind of wrap up this conversation. The first is really to that point. 
how is it that we we cut the cord from cable because we were paying all this money for all of these networks and all of these stations and we watched none of it to now basically paying the same amount because we have Netflix and Philo and Hulu and uh, Max and uh, Peacock and all of these different things to mimic cable because everything is on all of these different platforms and we're now spending 200 plus dollars a month essentially on streamers and we were paying essentially $200 a month on cable. So how have we come full circle on that it's, one? It's cyclical. And then the, the, the last... Yeah, exactly. It is very much that. So maybe that's more of a rhetorical question because, I, I mean, I know that we all can kind of agree on it, the craziness of that. But the fact that these streamers now have content that is specific to their platform, you know, you're not going to find Apple TV. You're not going to find Ted Lasso on Peacock. You're not going to find... Like, there is no one place that you can watch everything in one place and and pay less money you know there isn't a streamer's cable version <laughs> maybe that's the next idea that we should launch i, mean, I don't anywho i mean take a, we stream this podcast oh i mean stitcher the, the podcast being streamed by people on their on their own time it, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. I know YouTube Music is now like trying to get into more podcast streaming. It's not great yet, but we'll see. Um, like I know I'm a Stitcher person when I when I do that, but yeah. So that that's the first thing I kind of wanted to throw out there. Do you, I mean, do either of you have any additional comments on the cyclical nature of how we're now paying the same amount for cable <laughs> that we did for cable? No. Um... The only thing is, it's it is more. There is potential to pay less month to month, depending on the shows that an individual would want to watch. Yeah, because streaming streaming services mm-hmm. will keep your data. So, like when I canceled Netflix and then I re-upped it, all my account, like all my uh, uh, profiles. Those were all still there, all my all my saves. Because when you leave Netflix, they're like, we'll hold your stuff for like six months. And I'm like, so you know. Like they know people are willing to just quit. And unless it's chaotic, like with Disney Plus, like Disney Plus prices have like fluctuated. So like if you did quit Disney Plus and you want you wound up screwing yourself out of like being grandfathered into a cheaper streaming bundle. But they know like Disney plus does the same thing because when I, when I no longer worked for Disney, I didn't get it for free anymore. And I got an email saying like, Oh yeah, you don't get it for free anymore. We're just going to close your account. And they closed my account and I was like, shit. So I jumped onto it. And when I logged in all the stuff, all everything was still there. Like all the likes, all the profiles. So. You know why they do that, right? It's not because they're trying to be nice to you and hold on to your stuff in case you want to come back. It's so that way you can't do free trials after free trials after free trials because they're going to hold on to your IP address. They're going to hold on to your mm-hmm. email address. So that way, when you come back and you say, oh, yeah, and like uh, Paramount does a month. It's not a seven day trial. It's a 30 day trial because they're like, oh, you might remember in a week to cancel, but 30 days. Probably not. And that's how, bitch, it's two years later. I'm still paying for Paramount Plus after a month trial. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but no, I, I, 
I see your point there, and it is great that if something does happen and you do cancel or you do want to step away from it or stop it for a little while, financial situation changes and you need to take a break from all these additional expenditures. But it's not it's they're they're not being No, I don't I don't uh, think they're being altruistic uh, about it at all. I just I just find it funny that like you do have the it's a hassle and it's annoying, especially if you like you forget to renew and then you go to log in. Or if you do share your password with family members and like you do cancel it and then you get like twenty phone calls from your mother being like, I'm trying to watch my Korean dramas. Why can't I log into your Netflix account? So, or when you go to watch Philo and you realize, oh shit, Eric must have finally remembered that he was paying for it and canceled it, and then you can't watch uh, MTV's The Challenge when it's airing. But yeah, so it's it happens. It's interesting, it happens. and it's it'll be interesting to see how it how it shakes out later on because I'm about to deploy again to Puerto Rico. And I, I not having only having access to streaming service on my phone, I realized there are only certain like I will probably only watch Funimation, and I will probably only watch YouTube and sometimes Hulu. I will I will watch those those three things on my phone. I won't touch the other stuff on my phone. So I ended up getting a a, a Google Chromecast. For my hotel room, mm-hmm. since I'll be there for like twenty plus days, so I'm like, which can also be a pain in the ass because of internet. Yeah, but but it's definitely worth it. That's I I, I feel that same way when I go visit my parents. But I will usually uh, HDMI right into the TV because I don't have that that yeah. ability. Um, but to end on a, a positive note about streaming, since you were already talking about uh, some of the the kind of must haves. What is your favorite um, streaming platform or the, the one that you would say is kind of your your top ra- top ranked or the one that you use the most? BJ. <laughs> no. <Maybe? Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted I, all of four months. I actually so I did, I did like it. that over and over again. I did like it. I liked the concept. I feel like they should have gone to like Netflix or somebody for that concept so you could have the option of like five minute like shows on a on a separate streaming service however i will say honestly the one that i get the most enjoyment out of is hulu mostly because their catalog is ridiculous uh stuff doesn't disappear nearly as fast on hulu as it does on netflix um now that disney owns who most of hulu a lot of the rated R properties that Disney now owns through owning Fox have been showing up on Hulu, Hellraiser, a lot of stuff, a lot of like old horror movies, a lot have been popping up on Hulu and Hulu does give you the option to link other streaming services you own with it. So like if you have like an HBO TV subscription and you have Hulu, you can actually log your cable company's information into your Hulu account and depending on what region or cable company you have, you can actually get like sci-fi channel stuff and everything. So it's just very versatile. Well, we'll see. We'll see how you feel once the complete buyout happens and it gets merged into oh, yeah. Disney Plus. Because I wonder how some of those features of other streamer um, access, like you were talking about, 
will work in the Disney Plus yeah. app version of Hulu and, and what it will look like for sure. Um, but yeah, Eric, what about you? What's your go-to or most used streaming platform? I would say overall Netflix is the one I've used the most. Um, just has the most various stuff on it that I've watched between series and uh, comedy specials and movies. Um, yeah. But like I said, right now I'm on a dropout kick. So that's what I'm watching right now. I love it. I love it. Um, I guess I, mean, I guess technically Hulu would be mine. I don't always think about Hulu in that respect. I don't know why. Um, I think because most of my television shows are watched there. My stories are where like, I watch that there. Um, Next Level Chef or or uh, Master Chef or like all of those shows I watch there. So most of my content is consumed through Hulu. I think outside of that, um, Paramount Plus has really like for me. There is so much there, and it. It's the home of, uh, you know, Drag Race All-Stars. It's the home of um, these challenge offshoots, the challenge All-Stars or um, like the challenge USA. And a lot of these these things like Survivor that I that I you know picked up and are more like kind of current shows. Um, I really do enjoy enjoy that platform. The UI isn't always the greatest, but overall, I I. Uh, I think that that is between Hulu and Paramount Plus. Hulu's obviously probably the the top uh, used, and then overall uh, Paramount Plus is up there for me as well. But uh, Eddie BJ, uh, thank you for bringing up this topic. Any final words you want to say on uh, on streaming before we we close it out for the share for the your day? shit, do it, share it, share it all. I mean, honestly. I mean- Make a little commune. Make, make a little commune. Trade trade passwords. Trade streaming services, and just do it. It's there. As of right now, the only real retaliation they can do right now is they can. Spotify will do this. They will randomly ask you in the app, "What's your zip code?" Because you're only supposed to when you have the family plan. You're only supposed to share within your household. So make sure everybody using your Spotify family plan has your zip code. So, and don't be afraid to cut your ex off. Don't be afraid to do it. Bitch. <laughs> your tone seems very pointed right now. I, I came for violence today. I don't know why. I'm, I'm having a very good day, and I just I, I came for violence. The funny part is I think I'm actually on my ex's plan still for YouTube, and I still pay for my own. Because like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm... I'm an independent woman. So mistake is for whores. Saying why well, spend mine when I can spend <laughs> No, oh god no. Uh, but no, thank you, Eric, for, for joining on this conversation. Thank you, BJ, for the topic. Thank you all out there for listening. Uh, we are back on schedule and gonna get you more content uh, on a on a bi-weekly schedule. It's Pride Month, so it's definitely a it's a bi-weekly. Maybe it's pan weekly, we don't know. Uh, we haven't checked with it l- lately on uh, the release schedule on what it, its preferences are. But we are back to normal with our schedule. So check us out online, flameonshow.com. You can also check us out at patreon.com forward slash flameonshow. 
help support the show, help us bring you quality content. And uh, until we meet again, dear listeners, bye, bye. bitches. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.